everybody. Welcome back to Popcorn for Dinner. This is Jeff. And Kelly. It is February, the month of Valentine's. And uh, we here at Popcorn for Dinner figured what's a better way to celebrate Valentine's month than with rom-coms. And what a better way to celebrate rom-coms than the queen of rom-coms. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a month that we have been sort of aiming to do for a while. We had a few of these movies hanging around mm -hmm. uh, that we had you know, set aside for uh, whenever this was going to pop up. And it seemed like uh, February 2024 is as good a time as any yeah. <laughs> to finally do Julia Roberts month. I'm so excited. Julia Roberts, uh, I mean, I, she's uh, the queen of rom-coms. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> There's she, really almost nothing more to say and not in a reductive way. Like, I know she's done dramas and done all sorts of things, oh, yeah. but like, come on. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, you you are the queen of rom-coms. That's mm -hmm. just how it, like, I honestly can't even think of somebody that would be like comparable. Like, I in think, terms of, like, height of, like, oh, that's the one you get, you I, know? I think the closest would probably be Sandra Bullock. Yeah, maybe. Maybe Sandy. But even that, I don't know. She's, I don't yeah. know if you hit Julia get, Roberts yeah, level. That's like, true. Like, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you didn't grow up through the 90s, you don't get yeah. how huge, like, every other <laughs> movie trailer. Yeah was julia roberts mm -hmm. <laughs> julia roberts and fucking richard gear um except for this movie except for this week this <laughs> one is not the uh the classic pairing of we'll <laughs> julia roberts and, and richard gear yeah exactly uh this one is who boy this was not the movie i thought it was gonna be i'll tell you that i okay. <laughs> i have not seen this movie before or well now i have yeah uh, i had not seen this movie before same <laughs> and i i did not look up a trailer ahead of time to see what this was gonna be it's really like you hear the title and i made an assumption we'll find out if you made a similar assumption i'm not sure uh and then we will get into what the actual movie is about <laughs> yeah but um the movie that we started off Julia Roberts Month with is the 1997 American romantic comedy film, My Best Friend's Wedding. Julia Roberts, Dermot Mulroney, <laughs> Cameron Diaz, and one scene of baby Paul Giamatti. Uh, I loved it. Oh <laughs> I think that might be my favorite scene of the movie. Also, uh, a few scenes of baby uh, Chris Masterson. The yeah. one that's not on trial for rape right now, which made me feel a little bit better. I was glad it wasn't the wrong Masterson boy. Yes. Although, I don't know how intertwined their lives are. I don't yeah. want to um, let him off the hook completely. <laughs> was he on Malcolm in the Middle? Yes, he was okay. the oldest brother. He okay. was Francis. That's, that's what I thought. The whole movie, I was like, I'm pretty sure, but I didn't watch Malcolm in the Middle enough to yeah, be yeah. confident. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, this movie, I hear the title... My Best Friend's Wedding. I know that the movie is a Julia Roberts movie, so I don't know if you make the same assumption I did. I was assuming it was a woman finding love at her friend's wedding. Like, lady friend. Her and her lady friend who's getting married, and then there'll be a guy at the wedding that she's falling for. Truthfully, I don't know what I expected going into this <laughs> I was just like, okay, Julia Roberts, it's her best friend's wedding. All right, so she's a guest. Something happens. All right, let's go. <laughs> Hijinks ensue. Yeah. <laughs> Some Julia things happen. Yeah, lots um, of falling down <laughs> is definitely going to occur. Um, my goodness, man. There, was, <laughs> there were so many, like, why are people falling down right now moments in this movie. It was just like, <laughs> look, we haven't had like a real joke in a couple of minutes, so just have somebody fall over. Mm -hmm. Physical comedy. <laughs> yeah, is that's gonna that's gonna tide so you over. Yeah. <laughs> so is the scenes of, of the actual comedy. Yeah. Um she was I mean, I'm I, I don't want to say she like couldn't do it anymore, but like she was a, a good physical comedian in oh, her yeah. time of like oh man like I, you know, stunt doubles and all but still mm -hmm. like you she, she must have taken like, <laughs> her like falling back through the door like i gotta imagine that was her yeah like that doesn't actually really hurt like when you know what's happening yeah um it's it's 
she's i mean she's wonderful she's mm-hmm. never not wonderful like I, we did the episode on that movie valentine's day yeah and i called her a ringer mm-hmm. because it was just like so unfair that you get this movie that's like kind of trash yeah but then you get julia roberts to be a part of it and you're like oh come on that's yeah. not fair she's uh, she's perfect she's rom-com royalty what mm-hmm. the fuck you can't not enjoy it at least a little bit um <clears throat> but yeah i assumed that the best friend was a lady mm-hmm. who was getting married mm-hmm. and then something would happen at that wedding. Mm-hmm. I Same. did not know that her best friend was Dermot Mulrooney nope. <laughs> as Michael, mm-hmm. who is getting married now to Cameron Diaz and therefore uh, makes her jealous. And now she wants to essentially steal her best friend mm-hmm. back from this girl to marry him herself. Yeah. Uh, looking, <laughs> looking at reviews of the movie, I now sort of see what the deal was. Like, <laughs> watching this movie now for the first time, it's sometimes hard to know when a movie that is, you know, I don't want to say that it's like ancient or something, <laughs> but like it's fairly old now. Yeah. So like to not know exactly what the times were like and especially with how like deconstructive movies have gotten over the last couple of decades where it's mm-hmm. like every movie seems like it's a response to what you think that movie's supposed to be <laughs> more so than just being a movie you know mm-hmm. you know like bridesmaids a little bit where it's like it's kind of dirty and filthy you wouldn't think that of a lady movie you wouldn't yeah. think there's gonna be like pooping in the streets in yeah. a lady movie or into sinks <laughs> or whatever like that kind of vibe i literally quoted that movie at work today <laughs> <laughs> but like this movie apparently was supposed to be more of a genre playing with kind of movie where it's like, okay, you're not supposed to think she's a good person. Okay, good. Yes. That really like it, it kind of went over my head in the viewing of the movie. And Mm -hmm. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like I was, I was so concerned throughout the movie. I'm like this, she's awful. The things she's doing are monstrous. She must be a sociopath (laughs) with the type of things that she's doing in this movie. And then, like, obviously the ending going the way that it does, you're like, okay, I guess the movie kind of understands that. Yeah. But at the same time, it's a little, at least for me, it was a little difficult to, like, enjoy Mm -hmm. watching her be like the worst person in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, oh my goodness, Jules. What, what are, are you doing? doing? Oh my God. <laughs> You're um, better than this. I mean, I I don't know. Julia Roberts as a person, I'm assuming, is better than that. <laughs> yeah, I assume she probably didn't <laughs> do that in real life. Um, I mean, we basically explained what the movie is, but on IMDb, uh, the description is when a woman's longtime friend reveals he's engaged, she realizes she loves him herself and sets out to get him with only days before the wedding. Essentially. Yes. That is the gist of the movie. They dated when they were younger. He was super head over heels in love with her. She Mm -hmm. was scared of all that icky love stuff and broke it off. Mm -hmm. And then now she's a a food critic Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, with a gay best friend and nobody, no, no man in her life. And when Dermot Mulrooney (laughs) uh, calls her to let her know that he's getting married and she gets super jealous and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. The thing that threw me, like once I realized what the deal was, you know, like uh, once once, you know, she uh, relates to what's his name, George, right? Mm-hmm. Her her editor or whatever. Yeah. Once she relates to him, their whole deal, you know, he does that wonderful exposition question of like, Michael, uh, remind me which one that is again so yeah. that she can tell us the entire story of their <laughs> yeah. their whole relationship. And, you know, you kind of realize like, okay, that's what this story is. It's the like, oh, they were young and in love and they split apart. And of course, so by the end of this movie, the whole deal will be them getting back together. Yeah. And then he calls and says that he's getting married. And then like the next scene, she's like, I have to end this (laughs) marriage and get him back. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, that was fast movie. (laughs) I was expecting it to take a little bit of time. I was expecting it to be like, all right, fine. I'll go and I'll help you out, Michael, because you're my friend. And then over the course of trying to help him out, 
then she would realize like, oh, I still feel for him. Oh, mm. now I want to get him back. But it is like immediate. She realizes how jealous she is. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, okay, this is what's happening. I'm going to go there and I'm going to sabotage it. Because like it would make her feel, I mean, I guess if the point is for her to be a villain, then you want to do it that way. Because like it would make, it would seem less villainous if she showed up with good intentions yeah, and then slowly got caught up in her feelings and then like, oh, maybe I actually do want him. But she is full on like, I am going to this wedding to wreck it. Yeah. <laughs> that is the plan here. <laughs> like, that is so fucking crazy. That is crazy town for like, that's the starting point of the character. <laughs> yeah. Like, how, how do you build from that? <laughs> <laughs> crazy things too. Like, right off the top, She's a food critic. That really kind of never comes up again. I was a little bit bummed out about that. I was hoping there'd be, you know, more to it. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe Cameron Diaz's character is like a chef or something. <laughs> you know, like to have some kind of mm -hmm. through line there. But it just it's at the top and they're at the restaurant. And then you kind of there's nothing else about it. Yeah. Um, she being only 27 in the movie threw me for a loop. Like, she was, like, 30 when they made the movie, so it's not like, oh, she was so crazy. Yeah. She was too old for the role. But it was really more just like, oh, God, growing up in the 90s, I always imagined that Julia Roberts is, like, way older than me. And she is. <laughs> yeah. She is. But, like, oh, right, these old movies in 1997 or whenever the fuck it came out, like, oh, yeah, I was eight years old. So, yeah, she was ancient to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now a little bit of a different story. Oh, like, you know. 19, 19 years old. Yeah. Yeah. But then the weird thing, though, is that, like, he uh, assumedly is supposed to be the same age, like 27 or so. I mean, you would he's... think that they're uh, similar ages because they went to school together or whatever. So, like, they're at least, they got to be close. He's 28. Okay, so he's already 28, and he's marrying a 20-year-old. Yeah. I thought that was weird. Ick. I was not a fan of that, mm -hmm. and I don't know why they made her 20. No. It's super weird, and mm -hmm. it makes the scene where they go to the bar just a little bit like, wait a minute. Yeah. Hold on a second. Like, he, she says that he always goes to, like, karaoke bars and stuff. Like, is he constantly bringing you even though you're underage? How do you keep getting in? What's happening here? Yeah. <laughs> like, why make I this mean, character 20? It's yeah, such just, an odd just choice. Just make her 21. Yeah. Like, it's still ick. But <laughs> at least Slightly then, less ick? Yeah, because, like, at least now she can legally get into the bars. Yeah, I mean, it just, like, it's, it's that weird thing where, like, playing with the tropes. We're like, okay, we'll make... The girl he's getting married to seem like not the right one for him, you know, mm -hmm. like, oh, she's she's Which too she's young. Not. They want. Yeah, kind of. It's it's a weird like, ending. She's I'll put it that way. She's too young. She wants to keep going to school. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like She wants to stay in Chicago. And he wants to just go and keep being a travel sports writer and doesn't really seem to give a shit that she wants to. Oh. Yeah, there's there's a ton of sequences in this movie that are questionable at best. Yeah. In terms of like how everyone involved is acting. And, mm -hmm. and you can't lay every single thing at the feet of like, we're playing with your expectations. Like, like you, at, but at hold on point, a second. At, at some point, you have to just be a movie, <laughs> yeah, though. Exactly. Like, you, you can't be playing to, the whole time. Yeah. Like, why are you playing so much? Uh, it, <laughs> It, it is kind of zany and silly. I mean, so so he's got this girlfriend that, like, he met, what did they say, six months ago? Something, Something like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, by the end of the movie, we finally get the story about, like, what happened, where it was just like, it was a totally off the cuff, like, we should get married. And she said, yeah. And then we just, we did. We were engaged. And that's it. That's how it happened. You know, and you're like, what? Yeah. Like, when he starts telling that story, I was like, well, fuck you, movie, because Jules didn't know any of this. Yeah. So her getting rid of the girl who's wrong for him is still her being a fucking crazy lunatic. Mm -hmm. And then by the end, uh, spoiler alert, he does choose Cameron Diaz, Kim, instead of Julie Roberts, Jules. So you're like, oh, okay. So it's her, her doing a bunch of terrible things throughout the movie is not supposed to be endearing mm -hmm. but again it's just like well then she's fucking out of her mind yeah and george is the only voice of reason and she refuses to listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> i Ugh. i love george he was uh, i liked him i did like the uh what's his name rupert everett like i like him 
Yeah. And I think he does a good job playing this character. I just <laughs> like I liked him at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And and then the rest of the sequences with him, I was like, movie, we what? What are we doing here? Like, I did not care for him showing up in Chicago at all. I didn't like the situation itself. I was like, what? He flew from fucking London to Chicago overnight just for this? Like, this could, and, and then he leaves so quickly afterwards. I was like, this could have been a phone call. Why was it an entire <laughs> sequence where he then leads a sing-along in the goddamn fish restaurant? Don't get me started on the singing in this movie. Why was there so much singing? I have no idea. It, it was like every three too. minutes a fucking song would break out. Like with just people at a table. Like, oh, we all know this one, right? And I'm like, what fucking what? song is this? Why? I only recognized one of the songs they sang. And even that one, only a little bit. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. It's that one. Every other song, I'm like, how does everybody know the words to this? I've like never heard this song in my life. Also, those boys at the end with the helium. Those were beautiful harmonies. Do these kids <laughs> sing? Like that was that was pretty amazing. <laughs> just like if they're just like a bunch of like skeevy little kids. Like, wait a minute, how are they so good at this? <laughs> that's like, that's like, it's wild. Helium magic, <laughs> I guess. But yeah, so much fucking singing. I th too there much. were dude. No, yeah, I one hundred percent will say too much. Where's where's my fucking note? It was. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it was just like there were a bunch of them and then a bunch more and then a bunch more. This movie has too much singing. Oh, my God. Now some dildo is playing piano. Uh, da -da -da -da. And then <laughs> like two scenes later, I wrote, no, 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 no. Not another song. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Like I was I was donezo <laughs> with the fucking singing in this goddamn movie. Too much of it. I was over it with the first song oh, like yeah. that that opening number for the credits oh god i hated that i wish that was gone i want that thrown in the garbage yeah i hated it so much yeah especially when it cuts to something so unrelated mm -hmm. it does not segue well at all it's no. like there's the singing and they're singing the goddamn song yeah and then it cuts to fast-paced kitchen yeah. <laughs> of them trying to get the food ready to send out to Julia Roberts' food critic. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck did this... Like, I get yeah. that it's going to eventually get to a wedding because of the title. Mm -hmm. But, like, none of this opening needed to happen, especially because they're nobody. They're not even characters from the movie. Nope. Like, they're just a random <laughs> selection of bridesmaids and a bride. It was... Yep. I did not like that choice. Nope. Uh, but agree. I was kind of done with it already by that point. Yeah. That was that uh, was pretty awful. Also, the lyrics of the song, like pretty much just saying, like, "Oh, if you want a man, just be exactly what he wants you to be. <laughs> Change <laughs> everything about yourself. Ignore your wants. <laughs> just Stop just and kiss him and something and something. Like it must be a real song that that somebody wrote and is popular in some fashion. But God, I really did not like it yeah oh, that was a bad one mm -hmm. um the only sequence where singing made a little bit of sense and i cared about it at all was when cameron diaz had to sing at the karaoke bar yeah because it was like a specific character thing of like i can't sing i get embarrassed jules is a monster and forces me to do this mm -hmm. uh the moment when God, like we're already into it, but like that's kind of how this movie goes. Is she's like, all right, time to go ruin this wedding. Yeah. Shows up, meets everybody, and just immediately jumps into sabotage. Yep. And the fucking karaoke bar sequence, like that's when I really realized what a monster she was. Cause she does that. Mm -hmm. Like she pretends like she's not gonna make Cameron Diaz sing. Yeah. And then flips it on her in front of everybody and is like, now she's gonna sing a song. She gets up is terrible like she knows she is mm -hmm. like she accepts that and doesn't want to do this sings terribly a bunch of people in the audience start making fun of her and jules looks thrilled yeah she is so fucking proud of herself and then when the crowd kind of inexplicably turns yeah like, i'm not even sure why but all of a sudden they're like actually this is super endearing that you're so bad at this and she's like i guess it is and not, now she's not sad about it anymore and she's singing and jules is destroyed mm -hmm. she's sitting there like oh it's not working like she's not suffering anymore yeah darn it like what is wrong with you you're a horrible person yeah wow like that awful. just that awful. it's and and what's crazy too is like it's julia roberts so i get that you're kind of 
playing against type in that same kind of subversive way where like, mm. okay, typically she's like the sweetest, nicest lady in the world and hence the rom-com queen and whatever. You want to see her be happy. Yeah. And you're kind of just immediately in this movie like, what a monster. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. no, no amount of her laughing and smiling and being charming is going to change <laughs> the <laughs> fact that I think that she's a monster. Yeah. There's no saving this character. Doesn't matter who plays it. Yeah, I mean, even like the end of the movie, once we get there, I got notes about how the movie <laughs> comes to a close where I'm like, not enough movie. Yeah. What what you do here is clearly not enough. And there's a couple of things where I'm like, she should be getting more punishment right now. Mm-hmm. And the movie is making everybody kind of go easy on her in a way that she doesn't deserve. <laughs> Absolutely. Not at all. Um, <laughs> Cameron Diaz. I mean, I I know she was in The Mask in like 1994 or something. So it's not like this is like the first movie she was in. But this is, I feel like, just before she becomes a rom-com girl. You Mm -hmm. know, just before there's something about Mary and she starts doing that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. It kind of works in that same fashion of like, okay, she kind of is technically the good one of the rom-com she's not the actual wrong for this guy even though she kind of is she you know like can we okay (laughs) we really quick just need to go or did i do that already did i already list i'm so like pissed about how wrong she is for michael that i blind rage my apologies (laughs) no it's it is fine like the entire thing with them I feel like it's all a part of the movie's game it's playing mm-hmm. where like, okay, well, we'll set up all these things that give Jules the opportunity to put a wedge between them. Mm-hmm. Even though you're like, well, wait a minute. If this if this chasm here that she's wedging open further even exists in the first place, then what the fuck are they doing? Yeah. You know, like it's, it's, oh my God. And <laughs> there's also, I wrote down, uh, there, there are a couple of different scenes where like, I didn't quite understand everybody's attitude towards Michael's job. You know, like he is apparently a traveling sports writer mm-hmm. going around to college towns and big cities and all over the place to do journalism about sports. Yep. Okay, uh, sports writer isn't a grown-up job? Question mark? Like, well, fucking uh, Jules says that to him about, like, you know, you gotta get a grown-up job. And I'm like, what about this is not a grown-up job? Yeah. He's a journalist. Like, what? <laughs> is yeah. it because it's sports? Like, fuck you. That's a perfectly legitimate thing to write about. I don't understand why you would say it's not a grown-up job. But then there's a sequence later he he uh, he's complaining it, it's the whole plan where jules tries to convince kimmy <laughs> keep forgetting names to get her dad who owns the white socks mm-hmm. to like offer him a job there or something and that mm-hmm. makes him mad at her for whatever fucking reason i don't know and he says something or he or she somebody says something about a sellout establishment job like saying that that's what he has and i'm like is there some sort of like punk rock sports writer job that you can get that isn't part of the establishment like it's journalism of course you're a part of the fucking establishment you know what i mean like what is he gonna do just print his own paper it's 1997 he can't just like run a blog or something you know what i mean like you there's no other option other than sellout establishment job what are you talking about movie i think he meant more like office Instead of being on the road or whatever. I I, I guess it's just like what you're writing. You're writing or you're writing. (laughs) Like sports writers probably aren't wearing suits when they're going to like ballparks and shit. Like maybe a polo. (laughs) I I guess. Sure. I don't know. Um, I I was also not 100% cool with how fucking flirty Michael is with Jules throughout the first, like, half of the movie. Like, it really made it seem like uh, like <laughs> Julia Roberts and Dermot Mulroney versus Cameron Diaz at certain points. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he calls her kid. Cameron Diaz, that is. Like, it seems so infantilizing. Like, how you doing there, kid? Anyway, I'm going to sing this song that my ex-girlfriend and I used to sing when we went on fucking 
romantic vacations in Florence and shit. Like, yeah. what <laughs> What the fuck is that? Or when he shows up to her room while she's changing and he's like, I've uh, seen you a lot more naked than that, you know? Yeah. She's like, oh, God. And I'm like, wait a minute. So, so he doesn't want to marry this other woman? He is still into Jules? And then later it's like, no, he's he's not he was really acting like it yeah you know like it was it seemed like it, that that felt like uh some shaky sleight of hand the movie was trying to do where it was like mm. oh we'll uh, we'll make it seem like he's flirting with her but uh, you could just explain it away as he wasn't they're just best friends <laughs> yeah exactly it was like but hold on no he's yeah. definitely flirting with her i have to say i did not like cameron diaz Oh, in the like, movie? Yes. Like her acting? Uh like it her acting is fine, I guess. Oh, you so you but mean Kimmy. Ki I hate Kimmy. <laughs> I, yeah, I no, really do. Like I get she it. very easily could have ended this relationship, but she's like, Nope, this one wants to marry me, so <laughs> I'm gonna be whatever he needs me to be. We're not gonna have an actual honeymoon. We're just gonna travel for his job. Girl, no. <laughs> Stay in school. Get yeah. your architecture degree. That like, was that that did not seem like wise choices. <laughs> she's a fucking dumbass. I also did not I didn't understand what that scene in the elevator was about when her and Julie Roberts are in the elevator and then she like oh. emergency stops it and is like became a psychopath yeah, immediately. Yeah, became a super psycho, but I didn't get her line of like and I figured it all out. You win. And Julie Roberts is like, oh, my God, I got to get out of here. And I was like, what the fuck does she mean she won? Like, you're still marrying him. What are you? I don't get like, are you saying that you will you're going to accept the fact that your husband has this other woman in his mind ahead of you at all times? And and saying you win is just going like, well, nothing I can do about it. Yeah. Like, is that what's happening here? Yeah, that's she's fucked up too. Just like, yeah, he's always going to have her up on a pedestal, and I'm the one that gets to hang out with him. So that's like, okay, I mean, why are you telling this to Jules? Right. This seems like a conversation you should be having with Michael. And, <laughs> like, or, and or therapist. Yeah, after you break up with Michael. Yeah, <laughs> because you... this is clearly not going the way it should be. No. Um, no also, one makes a smart decision in this movie. No. Uh, the, the like shortened timeline of the wedding itself, where it's like, actually, we're getting married real quick, and it's happening right away, and you got to get out here and help us out and all that. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, why are you getting your suit tailored now? It will not be ready. Nope. Like, uh, that was the first thing I thought of when he's getting fitted for that suit. I was like, there's not a chance in hell it's going to be ready for his wedding. It's like tomorrow. What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> like, it and literally like, is happening like the next day. And she pulled a thread thinking it was loose and the whole sleeve fell off. Well, like, see, okay, that I'll say, I, it's not like I tailored any suits in my time of working with men's clothing, so I don't know 100%. I'm pretty certain that those are just like the forms that you fit to a certain thing, and then you order in the suit made to the measurements you make on those forms. Gotcha. So it's not like that suit is getting made, but it still is way far behind in the process. Oh, absolutely. Like, that should have happened literally months ago yeah, <laughs> to ensure like, that everything is perfect the way it looks at the end of the movie because a Hollywood movie made it mm -hmm, so everything fits mm -hmm. perfectly yeah he needed to have that suit like tailored uh like when he met Kimmy <laughs> yeah, almost yeah pretty much uh <laughs> which just goes to show what a bad idea it is mm -hmm. um <clears throat> it blew my mind that George is like just constantly telling her what a terrible thing she's doing. And like, I get that they're friends and editor and whatever. Mm -hmm. It just seemed so nuts that he went to so much trouble when she just wouldn't listen. Yeah. You know, like you're flying all the way from London to come here to then pretend to be her fiance for a day <laughs> to like, I, I mean, like I said before, I was not a fan of that whole sequence. Like, the stupid singing was yeah. not a fan of that. Did not like the like uh, uh, playing completely straight of the trope of like rom-com misunderstanding, mm -hmm. you know, where it's like, oh, Jules is going to go up to fucking Michael while he's getting fitted for the suit. And she's here to tell him that she loves him and for him to make whatever decision he's going to make. 
And instead, since she can't get the fucking words out and he keeps looking over at George, who is there for some reason, and then he like falls down as well. Again, they're just like, just have him fall down. Everybody gets to fall down. Um, (laughs) He falls down and then Michael makes the assumption as to what's going on here. And Jules just like, oh, well, yep, that's what we're going to go with. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to pretend to be engaged to this guy. And it's like. Look, you're already a lunatic yeah. for coming here to do this. And now you're making it harder for yourself, even harder than it already is. Why? What are you doing? God. Like, I get it. You couldn't tell him, but you didn't have to say that George is your fiance. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with him being your editor? Yeah. Or <laughs> even just friend. Yeah, does not even have to be somebody you work with in case yeah. you're concerned that he will be weirded out by that. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't, yeah. It, it really didn't make any sense. But it also is like I I felt a lack of like urgency to this story because like the only thing that needs to happen is her tell him what she's feeling. Yeah. And the fact that just like every time it's about to happen, she just like, bloop, 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 like <laughs> just fucks off and doesn't do it. You're like, just get it over with. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Movie. Like, like it's just, we, the, the boat, when yes. they're on the goddamn boat on the river, and he, like, they very specifically have a conversation about, like, oh, yeah, and there's uh, just, you know, when there's that moment, then you got to reach out and take it. And, you know, you just hope that moment doesn't pass you by. And, you know, and then they pass under a bridge to show you the passing by of the moment. Like, mm-hmm. it almost is telling you, like, and it's gone. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you've, you've waited too long. It is far too late. Come on, Jules. What are you doing? Yeah. I looked at the time in the movie and that's like immediately in the middle, like 50 minutes into the movie. And I was like, how is there 50 more fucking minutes of this? This feels like it should be going directly into the climax. Yeah. Like he says, oh, you got to make that decision before the moment passes you by. And then the next scene should be like the wedding yeah. <laughs> and her figuring out like, oh, I got to take this chance. So the moment doesn't pass me by. But instead, there's still so much other shit. There's so many songs <laughs> that apparently have to be sung. Like, God damn it, mm. movie. <laughs> God. Also. In terms of evil things she does, like, I don't know how... The email? I would play some... Yes. Oh, my God. Like, I don't know if that one is as evil. Like, I think doing what she did to to Kimmy is probably the most evil. Like, that's a horrible thing to do to another person. Like, the trauma you're putting her through, (laughs) standing up in front of all those people and embarrassing herself like that. Like, that's terrible. And I guess if you're going to say, you know, Michael losing his job is pretty bad bad right doesn't he lose his job is that what happens no no his boss emails him like hey you should check out this or faxes him whatever like hey you should check this out i got this email i thought you should know right 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 the kind of family you're marrying into whatever right okay so he does she doesn't even ruin his job there so that's why i say maybe a little bit less evil but it's still pretty fucking evil Mm -hmm. but the email is the most illegal thing she does oh holy christ uh, also love that email is apparently new enough that they had to have <laughs> Jules like talk the audience through it. Mm-hmm. Like, hmm, open new letter, huh? Hmm, type this out, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Send this, will I? <laughs> like, it's oh, it's so funny to me. But like the whole thing, like there was a really weird cut in that moment where it made me feel like we missed some scenes because like she goes into that office, she asks the dad if she can go use his office to go do some work. Yeah. She opens up his laptop. There's no security on it. Nope. She's able to just she's able to just double click on email and she is in. Mm-hmm. Uh writes this letter, is like, hmm, and just hits save for later. Mm-hmm. And then we understand that it gets sent because we see the dad say to the to the secretary or whatever, like, oh, I have some pending emails. Make sure those go out. I'm like, what? They're pending and you haven't sent them out, but you're not going to do anything about them. Why didn't you just send them then if they're done? They're emails. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if it was like, oh, I got to edit them real quick yeah. before I send them out. But he was sending someone else to do it. So like, wait a minute. Hold on. That's not how that should have worked. But either way, we know that he sent that email and shit's going to go bananas now. But it, it like it literally cuts from 
her in the office or her about to leave with the dad to go to wherever they were going, rehearsal dinner, whatever the fuck. I don't know, because I think it cuts directly over everything else that happens Mm -hmm. and is like immediately with her and Dermot Mulrooney standing outside the office. And she's like, ah, freaking out and pounding on the glass that they need to get in. Yeah. And she's going to use a brick and all that. Seemed like there were things missing. You know, like she was suddenly in such a tizzy about it. Like, oh, God, oh, God, we got to get in there. Yeah, like I didn't even know what she was looking for at first. She was just so (laughs) desperate to get into the building. She just needed to get in there. And it's like, oh, right. I guess she thinks that she needs to get in there to delete that email before it gets sent because she feels bad about it. No, she... What I deciphered from her convoluted plan was she, quote unquote, left her bag in the father's office and they would go up there and conveniently on the computer would be this email that was saved for later. Oh, right. That for, was her. Yeah. So for Michael, so to see. Michael was supposed to see it, but it wasn't actually supposed to go out to the boss. Right. But I still I, I thought that the situation still was that she was thinking of not going through with it i, I mean know. maybe maybe yeah it's hard to decipher she's so evil yeah uh, <laughs> everything but, she does kind of sucks yeah uh but it does go through and it gets him and kimmy angry well him angry at her mm. she is basically blindsided but so it's like oh okay so now the wedding's not gonna happen and then it cuts to Everybody at that estate getting ready for seemingly the wedding. And the I was like, wedding brunch. Yeah. Which, but, <laughs> fuck off. Yeah. Fuck you, rich people. Uh, <laughs> but I was legit like, oh, so they're so they're not calling it off. That's weird. Yeah. And then Jules shows up and talks to Michael. And I was like, oh, oh, no, he is planning to break it off just after brunch. <laughs> like mm-hmm. he says something along the lines of like, oh, I, I couldn't just leave high and dry. Like I couldn't just yeah. bail out of here without anybody knowing like a coward or some crap like that. Like yeah. I needed to face them and say it and whatever, blah, blah, blah. Which I guess is it's just honorable, like the, the longer you wait, but yeah, the worse it is. Like if you were told at, you know, six in the morning of the wedding day that it wasn't happening, that would be pretty crushing. But if you woke up, got ready, drove to the place, had the brunch, talked with your family, all these things, and then it was like, oh, by the way, <laughs> I know I let it look like everything was fine. Yeah. But here's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's also, like, that's a terrible thing to do. Fuck all y'all. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. And so Michael is going to call off the wedding. Jules goes and talks to Kimmy, who apparently now that I'm thinking about it, she does know that it's happening because she's like all in tears yeah. while she's talking to the people like setting everything up. So I guess she already knew whatever. Well, Kimmy knew she just hadn't told her parents or anyone else also. Right. But so she goes over to talk to her and gives her the whole creme brulee versus jello speech mm-hmm. <laughs> to try to convince her to, you know, do this thing and actually get married or whatever. And I'm like, uh, OK, so she's. Learning her lesson. She's learned her lesson. She feels bad about all of this. So she's like, okay. Because I was expecting her to go over there and continue to drive that wedge. And then when she like, okay, no, I'm going to tell you to actually go through with this wedding. I was like, oh, okay. So that ends the whole moment of telling him thing, right? Like that should be her, like, that would be the end result of her realizing like, I guess if there was one last moment, it was probably on that boat. (laughs) when we had the conversation about having one moment and not letting it pass by Mm -hmm. it's probably too late for that then i better just have this wedding happen yeah and then she goes and tells him Mm -hmm. and gets the whole thing all fucked up and kisses him and kimmy sees it and he doesn't kiss her back and everyone starts chasing each other (laughs) and it was just like jules i thought you learned your lesson I thought that was the whole point of fucking going and talking to Kimmy and convincing her to marry him was that like, oh, you've come to your fucking senses finally. But no. Last moment of insanity. (laughs) And then chasing and then her getting the call from George to like spell out what's happening here of like, wait, so Kimmy ran away and Michael's chasing Kimmy and you're chasing Michael. Who's chasing you? There's your answer. Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is not going how you think it is. And she still then, you know, uh, Kimmy gets away, sort of. Mm. It, that, that gets a little <laughs> silly later. Like, I understand that her dad owns the socks. It's still weird that she goes to the ballpark. That she's like, I'm in such distress over what I just saw. 
I'm driving to the ballpark and going into the public restroom and going like if you if your dad owns the park, yeah. you can get into the private restrooms to go cry. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to cry in the public restrooms at the ballpark. Like and Weird. also it's the White Sox. Like, yeah, they were decent in the 90s, especially Frank Thomas. Like, I, <laughs> yes, I did. Yes. Yeah, I like the, the shout out of the big hurt. Yeah. At the beginning, I was like, <laughs> fuck, yeah. But like, there's a suite she could have been in. A thousand percent. Yeah, it's ridiculous like, that she's in that it, bathroom. Um, but there's her, also her... Off, there's offices <laughs> on site there. Like, I she... mean, just the fact that she goes to the park. Like, like I guess they're I guess that's their house that the wedding is at. So she's like leaving. Yeah. Her home, so she can't just like go to her home. Yeah, she can't just run to her room. Like yeah, people are gonna like, find her. But at the to, same like, time, go like, hide in public. <laughs> yeah, but like you're a rich like heiress, essentially. Uh-huh. Like just go to a hotel. Uh-huh. <laughs> just walk in and be like, "This is my last name. If I don't have any money on me, my dad will pay it. You know, he's good for it." Give yeah. Me a <laughs> like, let me just get out of here. I don't know. It's ridiculous. Oh yeah, especially '97. Very easy. Yeah, but she gets to uh, Union Station where Michael is sitting on that bench mm. all sad and she comes up and starts like crying and apologizing to him and all that stuff. This was where like, cause again, I thought she had learned her lesson and then this whole chase happened and I'm like movie, where are you going? Yeah. Because if you let her win, I will never forgive you <laughs> movie. <laughs> like I'm already on the fence because of how much fucking singing there's been, but like this will really tip the scales <laughs> in terms of me not liking you anymore movie, or at least Julia Roberts not being able to overpower how much I dislike you movie. <laughs> <laughs> and so she starts, you know, Oh, I'm pond scum. I'm the nan of a pond. I'm the mucus in a, in the scum on the pond, whatever the fuck yeah, it goes to that whole thing. That feeds on this. The pond scum. Where is that from? There's another. Oh, I think it's Titus. Actually, I think Titus. There's an episode of Titus where they kind of do a riff on that whole thing (laughs) where he's like, I am the scum in the anus of the gnat on the garbage. And like he does a similar (laughs) thing that I never knew was a reference. Surely must be a reference to this. Yeah. Um, And she goes through that whole thing. And Michael says the craziest fucking thing i think i've ever heard where he's like uh well i uh i guess i should thank you for loving me that much what the fuck you crazy psycho you're both fucking crazy seriously like what the fuck are you talking about like sitting there and looking at somebody who's quite literally just ruined your wedding uh-huh. <laughs> like 100% has been trying to ruin it all week mm-hmm. and then today succeeded finally mm-hmm. and you're like wow I'm really lucky how much you love me to do that to me like what how? what the fuck I don't Dermot what what are you doing explain oh yourself, my goodness man. explain yourself Dermot uh <laughs> <laughs> So that was ridiculous. Um, but then she goes to the ballpark, finds Kimmy in the stall. Kimmy righteously rips into her like she has every right to. Yeah. Like, I wrote that down. I was like, she deserves every single word of this. Mm-hmm. Everything that she's saying, all the snarky ladies around who are like, that bitch. Oh, my God. I was like, you're correct. You're correct. You're correct. <laughs> every single one of you. <laughs> like, you all have a point. And then they reconcile and they hug. Yeah. I wrote barf. I was like, come on, movie. You can't even, like, obviously you're not going to have the movie end with, like, and then they both kick Jules out of their lives forever and send her back to New York sad on a plane. Like, of course, she must go to the wedding at the end. Like, if the wedding is going to happen, then we need a character that is our lead character to witness it. Otherwise, like, what are we doing? (laughs) So, like, (laughs) I guess they have to forgive her, but, like, hug? No, (laughs) just to have her be like, I guess you should be there or something. I don't know. It seemed Mm -hmm. ridiculous. And then, of course, there's another goddamn song. Mm -hmm. There's another there's the classic brutal fight for the bouquet. (laughs) (laughs) That is like, I swear to God, every single movie with a wedding includes the like savage beat down Uh (laughs) that comes from whipping that bouquet out there. (laughs) I will say family weddings that I went to when I was younger. 
there were definitely at least a couple instances where there was a maybe well definitely not as savage as this movie uh but there there was definitely some savagery i mean you want to subvert expectations of the bouquet fight have someone pull a gun (laughs) you know what i mean like just doing the fight isn't enough um shoot it down i'd prefer a lasso I, I meant on the other women. Like, oh, like, give me that! Like you know what I mean? They're always just like grabbing oh. at each other. So like, I went with the bride had a gun instead of the bouquet. <laughs> okay, see, I thought you thought I meant shooting the bouquet out of the sky instead of letting anybody catch it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> that was a trip. Uh, I gotta say, th- one other bit that bothered me so much because it was such a silly little joke yet it made zero sense and it like i didn't understand it at all so she's got those dumb debutante sisters right Mm -hmm. they're sisters right yeah or cousins or whatever the fuck sisters okay uh at least they are sisters yes they are sisters but they're her cousins Mm -hmm. so like their whole deal throughout the movie is just like they're kind of bitchy they're kind of slutty whatever blah 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 then the whole like, oh, all this commotion at the wedding thing has happened and oh, everyone's getting a good laugh out of the silliness of this, which is that one of them tried to lick the dick of the <laughs> ice sculpture of David. Yeah. And I'm like, this is a wedding in summer. Clearly, baseball season. Mm-hmm. This is a wedding in summer mm-hmm. with an ice sculpture. Her tongue's not getting stuck to anything. Nope. That just is not happening. Like, w- do you even understand how that works, movie? Yeah, not like- unless <laughs> it that ice sculpture is also, like, in a walk-in freezer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or, like, made of... I mean, no, it, there's no <laughs> there's no possible way for ice to freeze to your tongue in any temperature above, like, 40. Yeah. I'm going to assume, if not 32 degrees directly, <laughs> because yeah. it's freezing. But, like, there's just not a chance in hell. That that's happening. I thought that was the silliest. Like, the fact that they didn't show us what was going on at first. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, what's this going to be? Is it going to be a really silly thing? Let's see what's going on. And I was like, oh, it is really silly. In the sense that it's dumb and could never happen. Yeah. And this movie is stupid. Like, <laughs> like I, I know come on. Chicago is further north comparatively to a lot of the world. It still gets fucking hot here in the summer. I also, uh, <laughs> I did like... Like we said at the top, the baby Paul Giamatti scene. Yes. Where he shows up as the as the like, like hotel worker. Yeah, yeah. the bellhop guy. Uh, the whole sequence of just like, like, that's another thing. Like that moment seems also like her learning her lesson. Mm-hmm. And then she just, she immediately doesn't. Yeah. She, she immediately goes and fucking like still tries to do the thing. It's so ridiculous. Like the fact that she tells him to <laughs> citizens arrest her. Because yeah. she's done terrible things, and I won't put up a fight, and it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> just, just It'll do it. It'll be easy. It'll yeah. be like getting El Capone on tax evasion. <laughs> yeah, like the whole deal, and it seems like, oh my god, she understands the bad she's done. Mm-hmm. And yet, the, they still give her the moment of going and telling him and kissing him. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. It gives you a big dumb chase sequence at the end of the movie. Yeah. Uh, it gets her saying that she's chasing them down Michigan Avenue when she's clearly driving uh, perpendicular <laughs> to Michigan Avenue. <laughs> I mm-hmm. thought that was very funny to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but like as a character moment, like you're just like, fuck, I thought like w- w- once <laughs> once she tried to embarrass her and send the the forged email and everything you're like okay she will she must she must learn to be a better person right right and you think she does and then she don't yeah (laughs) and i just oh man it like like i said it's like just barely by the skin of its teeth this movie is enjoyable because Mm -hmm. of julia roberts yeah like uh, other, it's not like anybody is bad, so to speak. But mm-hmm. like the movie itself is, is just so full of like fucked up shit, like terrible people, like uh, an awful person being terrible to people, mm-hmm. and it's just barely like acceptable because <laughs> fucking Julia Roberts <laughs> is in it. Oh my goodness! I did like the like very last scene at the movie where George is there like yeah it's obnoxious that he's there again yes. but, <laughs> but but like calling her 
Like she obviously doesn't know he's there. Like oh, I thought picks that up on it after yeah. once he starts getting specific. Yeah, about, like drumming your fingers on the table and yeah, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I'll tell you this. I I looked up you know trivia and stuff about the movie, and you know there's there's not that much to it. Mm. It's not like oh this has got a lot of great behind the scenes stories. It's like no, it's just a movie. They made a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that jumped out at me is that apparently the original ending was that Jules is at the wedding by herself and meets someone. Oh. Yeah, just some new character, some guy, and then, you know, now that she is open to this sort of thing and has gone through this whole ordeal, is like, oh, okay. You know, it it leaves you on that note that, like, she's figured it out. That thing that made her so terrible. (laughs) (laughs) She's worked through it and has sort of figured it out. And apparently test audiences hated it. And so they were like, all right, well, never mind then. We're just going to have George come back. And he's like, he just flew back. What the fuck? He flew from London to Chicago, back to London, back to Chicago. Unless he was, unless he went back to New York. Oh, I mean, I guess, see, I could have sworn, I mean, at least on Wikipedia, it says that he was in London when he gets the call from her. And then like the next day he shows up. So like at least that first trip is London to Chicago. Yeah. And then he flies again only to then come back again. Yeah. Like what are you doing? Cuz they don't they don't show him back in Oh, in London his like apartment or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's they, right. He's at a book reading. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, I guess could it's... be New York, could be <laughs> London, could be fucking I don't know. I I ran out of I, I thought you were going to say France. Or I was actually thinking Paris. It's very strange. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I felt it a little like again. I I like the actors, you know, and the performances involved, mm. and you know, him and Julia Roberts are a nice little duo or whatever. But it did like I I liked reading that there was a different ending because it did sort of stick out to me. I like the last note is. George came to the wedding? Why? Yeah. Why would he be here? Like, isn't he back in... What? Like, it was <laughs> so confusing. And then to learn, like, oh, it, it was basically just tacked on here. Yeah. They're like, real quick, we're going to shoot a whole different ending. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but, I mean, wow, this was not what I was expecting. I'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I've seen Julia Roberts movies before. None of them enough for you know, another viewing of them to just be like, oh yeah, this one where this happens and this happens. Like there will surely be more surprises as the month goes on. This, this, whoa, (laughs) (laughs) this was not what I thought it was going to be. Oh man. Uh, But I think that is going to wrap it up for popcorn for dinner for the first week of Julia Roberts month. And I kind of like going with Julia Roberts instead of just rom-com because that means we could do a movie that isn't a rom-com that has Julia Roberts in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm down she's, for that. She's in a like end of the world movie that came out last year. Oh, that's right. That's right. I totally forgot about that. But either way, we'll find out uh, <laughs> what comes next when we figure it out. Yeah, there's like 70 plus choices. So we'll see. <laughs> uh, but this is Jeff. And Kelly. I have to be Jello. Oh, 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 oh,